Are we still doing five, four, three, two, one? You just did it. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the latest Energized podcast. Ross, what's the story, man? Oh, not too much. Uh, I think we're getting rid of the five, four, three, two, one. Are we? Yeah, I think it's just a new gear. Everyone knows the infamous. <laughs> I, I I think it's just uh, almost two octane high energy of an intro that is some but like, oh here, why are these guys shouting at me? Yeah, I think it was just to start out the show. It was to catch people's imagination straight away. It's creative in a way, but like I found that I haven't done that much in my day to day life since I started doing it. Yeah, I, I I get what you mean. It's almost become like you can't do it unless it's part of the show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, Although, remember we went playing football and people started shouting it as well. Yeah, people was like almost like it's our calling card. It was, yeah. It, well, it means they listen to the show as well, so. That is true. It, I, in a way, I, it's like a compliment in a way, is it? I think so. Well, I suppose Joe Rogan doesn't really have a start off to his show and he's Brendan Jab, so I think you just have to get into it. People should know what they're getting by now. Yeah. So, if you are new to the Energized Podcast, welcome! And if you are a returning Energized listener, welcome back! Okay. We're going to keep that part, though. Oh, no, we have to. That just gets us in the mood. But uh, on today's show, we're going to be talking about what our crack is from the week. And we had two very special guests on the show this week, so we're going to discuss that and what we have coming up in the next couple of weeks. Uh, then we're going to look at the news of the week, because... Over the weekend, Conor McGregor broke the internet saying that he wants to take on Donald Cowboy Cerrone next. And, Yeehaw! And that's potentially in Dublin as well. So we'll get into that, along with the other crack. But then we're getting into the main part of the show. And that's looking back at UC Brooklyn and this weekend's Bellator 214 to see who's the heavyweight champion of the world. And then, uh, Ross, if you're interested, we might play Will It or Won't It Happen. Or will we? Yeah, <laughs> will we or won't we play it? But uh, uh, we always come up with something by the end of the show. Yeah, yeah I don't know what we usually do. But uh, right, guys, we're kicking off the show now. Um, last week we had Will fucking Flurry on the show here in the Energize Studio, and today we're after having Fabian Edwards, Fabian the Assassin Edwards, on the show as well. Um, Ross, we're after having two guests on. What you make of it so far? Yeah, two middleweights. Um both Bellator, great to have him on the show. Um, Will Flurry fighting on the Dublin card on the 23rd, and Fabian Edwards fighting on the Newcastle card on the 9th, I think. Yeah. Um, both are absolutely lovely fellas, I must say. Um, two very different characters as well. Um, Will was very Irish. He was. Uh, yeah, but well, like, Fabian was very English. Yeah, but like, like Will, Will was saying. All he wanted was a bowl of porridge. You know what I mean? Yeah. That yeah. is very Irish. Yeah. Uh, sorry, before we go on. Some people said that the sound of that was not amazing. I think like over over 70% of people said it was okay. Uh, we're still here trying to get used to all the equipment as well. So if it wasn't amazing, we apologize. Oh, yeah. Actually, if you don't think the sound was amazing, let us know what way you go about listening to it. Like what app do you listen to it on? Because I think different apps were given different sound qualities. Yeah. So. I, th- I think the people using iTunes got it perfectly. I think SoundCloud, differently. People were getting different sounds with headphones in, headphones out. So if you're listening now, let us know. And, yeah, and us do, know. Le- do let us know, yeah. Yeah, let us know how you're listening and what app you're listening on. Yeah, this one's also different because we're sending it on to uh, one of the lads who looks after the sound for us now. So hopefully this is perfect. But uh, yeah, Ross, Will was here with us. Yeah, he was here. Lovely fella from Tipperary. Um, very, very tall fella. Uh he, he's very excited about his fight. He told us how he's going to get the job done. We won't spoil it now, but we'll let you know after 
did he get it done in that particular manner? Um, lovely fella to have on. And then we went to met Fabian. Yeah, but hold on. That show went on for like roughly an hour. Yeah. And then the show with Fabian went on for about a half an hour. What way did you enjoy doing it, Ross? Or what way did you want to see it going in the future? Obviously, Fabian was flying home to... He was flying back to Birmingham, wasn't yeah. he? So he had to leave early. But what way did you like more? I think I preferred the half an hour show just because it was more to the point. We got the questions in. We wanted to... Uh, the Will Flurry one was a bit more of a chat. We both sort of rambled a bit at stages, but... At the end of the day, we're only going to get better the more interviews we do. Uh, I'll have to have Will back on the podcast. I think just interviews going forward, I think we should do them half an hour. Yeah. I think it's because we watch so much Joe Rogan and Brendan Shab and stuff and everyone goes for like an hour. And usually our shows are for an hour. Yeah. So, so I think we have just, the ability to go for an hour. Yeah. It's just more so, do we start talking about stuff that's not relevant when we speak for an hour? That's the thing. That's the thing. I, I think it was because usually we do the show for an hour. I was like, maybe the people want the hour, you know? Yeah, but if we're doing extra on top of the actual show, I think it's okay for it just to be half an hour. Yeah. Maybe if you're listening to the interview, you listen to the regular show, let us know what you prefer. I personally think the half hour gets all the info in that we need, and it also sort of keeps it interesting if you don't know who the person on we have. That's that's the thing. I think people will know Will more now, like especially our audience, since Definitely. he came on the show. But uh, I think it was sort of like when we had Keen Cowley previously on the show. Like, we had him in. We thought he'd be here for about half an hour to an hour max. And he ended up staying here for two hours. So, I think, like, having Will on, first guest in a long time, it was like, oh, let's see what happens. We were still trial and error, error everything. Uh, he had a good time as well, so. By the way, we went out, actually, out to SPG Talat to do the uh, Fabian Edwards podcast. And how good is that gym out there? It was absolutely... It's unbelievable. No wonder Ireland is turning out this unbelievable Ferris wheel of talent. It's it's actually a better gym than SPG Concord, the main one. Oh. The actual gym itself. Is it? Are you 100% sure? Well, like, the weightlifting equipment, and then they also have that altitude room. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Where you basically can cycle a bike or do the rower or go on the run machine at a high altitude. and It's incredible, isn't it? Yeah, it was absolutely stunning. When we walked in, we got the full tour as well. Who's the going reception again? Shane, wasn't it? Yeah, Shane. Shane, yeah, he's a fight coming up as well soon as well. So. I think Shane Mullen, if I'm not mistaken, but I could be wrong. Uh, Shout out to Shane at reception in uh, SPG Tala. But uh, we got the full tour. The place is amazing. It's all like painted, color coordinated. Just the uh, champions will be coming out of there. That's, that's the type of gym you get, you know? It's like the UFC Performance Institute of Ireland. Yeah. It was brilliant. And then the owner and all came down after with Fabian. The whole crew showed up. Uh, he was in the wrong. Or, or he was in a different SPG and then he arrived. And Yeah, he was like, I'll meet you at Tala. And yeah. then we went to Tala and he was like, I'm actually in Concord. And he's like, do you want to come here? And then it was like, actually, I'll come to you. There was a big back and forth over it, but he was a lovely fella. Yeah, we were chasing him for the week to come on the show. His agent wasn't getting back to us. And then all of a sudden, he got back to us. He's flying home today. Uh, the, pe- the people there in SPG Tala... Like, we're like, here, do you want to use the office? Because we were going to have to come back to our studio with Fabian in the car. <laughs> and I was saying to Ross, on the, on the way, we'd be like, let's not talk about certain things so we can talk about them on the podcast. But uh, we were totally looked after there. And they were like, here, use the office upstairs. And we were like, perfect. Yeah, they were like, make sure you, make sure you feed them. I was like, we can do it here if it suits you better. And I was yeah. like, right, do it here then. Yeah, and they were like, make sure to shout out SPG talent. we were like, first thing we did, lads, don't yeah. worry. Here in SPG Talat. Very energized. Yeah, if you haven't listened to that Fabian episode, that is out before this episode. So 
go back and listen to that one. That was very good. Also, Will's one's there as well. Definitely check that out. Fabian's fighting at Bellator at Newcastle. And he's also brothers. his brother is also fighting at UFC London against uh, Conor Nelson. His name's Leon Edwards. And uh, Will is fighting at Bellator at Dublin. So, uh, yeah, look over them. Yeah, make sure to check them out. They're all they're all brilliant and they're all nice fellas. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, although, I don't know what would ever happen if we met someone on the podcast and we thought they were a prick. Would we say they're a prick? Maybe not if they're a fire. <laughs> <laughs> Any fighters, no. But, uh, no, we had a couple of other people lined up to come on the show as well this week and last week. And then, uh, as it's the fight game, people get injured. But uh, we're still trying to bring more and more athletes to you. Yeah. including rugby people and football people as well but um, if you have any people that you'd like to hear on the show and that you're friends with make sure to get hit us up with a message or maybe tag us both in a comment on it yeah just get involved because uh, people like when we uh, collaborate and that's what we're trying to do bring you the best obviously there's no point of flooding our messages saying get Conor McGregor on the show don't worry we're trying but uh, Rome wasn't built in a day you, you can't just go to the top oh yeah I think I think I saw Luke Thomas say that before someone goes why don't you get Conor McGregor on the show? I was like, oh yeah, sorry, I didn't think of that. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. But uh, yeah, it was great to see SPG talent, like people that go there again, totally looked after and uh, we have another couple of uh, MMA fighters fighting at Bellator Dublin come on on the show next week. Um, so Barry, what's on the news of the week? What, what's, what's on your list? Okay. Um, news of the week. We're going to start it off Conor McGregor Versus Donald Cowboy Cerrone. What happened over the weekend at UC Brooklyn. Cowboy Cerrone won. Now set the record for the most wins in the octagon. And he called out. Said he wants Connor. Connor tweeted out straight away saying. For a fight like that. I'll fight you. So supposedly that's the next fight to happen. Ross. This could potentially happen in Dublin. Do you think it's going to happen in Dublin? Or do you think it's going to happen at all? Uh, first, First of all. Did you think Cowboy was going to win when he rocked up with hair? Because you always think that's a thing with Cowboy. When he's bald, like he's he means business. And when he has hair, he doesn't. He's sort of rocking the very long haircut. Like your mate. Who's the guy from the Aquaman? Oh, Jason Momoa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's rocking the Momoa. But, uh, uh, yeah, he seems like a different fighter since his last fight. I think when he's down at 155, he has to take it serious. He can't yeah. be drinking beer the week of the fight and that sort of crack. So, uh, I think when he's... Do- when he's- at 155, you can sort of tell when they was doing the press conference, he was pissed off here, man. Yeah. And, like, that's different to most of Cowboy. Normally, he's quite chill. Did you think he looked well at 155? That's the, the problem. I actually think he looked grand this time. I think at times beforehand, I thought maybe he didn't. But maybe as his body's getting older, the weight doesn't fall off him as easy. So, he has to be that bit stricter. And he's a bit stricter. He's a bit more motivated now. Because his yeah. last two performances have been sensational. That's the thing. I always thought Connor was very, very focused when he had to make 145 because when you're making championship weight, you have to make the weight. You can't miss by a pound. Because imagine you missed by a pound and then you fought for the title against... Imagine he missed Jose Aldo by one pound. And him sparked out, him. Sparked him out and didn't get the title. You know what I mean? That would have been a mess. And then everyone would have said, oh, you knocked him out because of that one pound. Yeah, you knocked him out because you're one pound heavier, man. It's like, yeah, all right, yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> that, that's exactly why. That's that's exactly it, man. And You are Joe Rogan. <laughs> but uh, look I, I think it's the next fight for McGregor to make yeah. uh, I, I think Nate Diaz could easily slide it in there and get the fight but he just seems 
it seems going to be like it's an ordeal for UFC to get a fight with Nate Diaz as opposed to the yeah. Cowboy fight seems so easy for them to make. Exactly, yeah. And I think Cowboy will take it in Dublin as well. Yeah, I, I don't know if it will be in Dublin just due to the fact McGregor makes so much bank when he fights in Vegas. Yeah, I know. I'd, obviously, I'd prefer to see it in Dublin. Um, it depends. Maybe a, a summer showdown in like the Aviva. Oh, man. No, like, how, like, we'd be all over that. You know what I mean? That would be like our dream. Knowing that Bellator has come back to Dublin in next month has been done wonders for us. Like we're like we're like re-energized to do the fucking show as well. You know, oh yeah, guests on the show, guests on the show. new equipment. You we know have, what I mean? We even have people reaching out saying, "Will we do shows with them for leading up to the Rugby World Cup and stuff?" And we're like, "No, not what you're talking about." like, "Yeah, but I mean, you know what I mean?" Yeah, and we're getting people messaging us going, "Oh, how do you guys meet the fighters?" I'm just like, someone asked me there recently. I was like. Boy, what are you looking to meet them for? And I, I wasn't like, you know, trying to be rude to them, but I'm like, if you're just looking to meet a fire to get a photo with them, I'm not going to give you the best advice to do it. Just like, find out where they are and go meet them. But like, yeah. if you're looking to get them on your show, you just sort of have to message them and ask them. You know what I mean? There's not yeah. a special formula to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you shout them out a few times, it probably gives you a bit of a, an advantage going forward, but... You sort of there's a bit of luck involved, really, isn't there? Yeah, but also it helps if they have something to promote as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. They need to be have a fight coming up, or you know what I mean. And you need to provide a platform for them that they might not normally have as well. Yeah, and bearing in mind we've 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 been doing this nearly like three years, and we're still learning. You know, as yeah. we said earlier, we're trying to get the mic sorted and stuff. You know, we're still learning. Yeah, we didn't just show up one day and then just go. You know what? Let's interview. Gary. John Kavanagh, Gary Vaynerchuk, <laughs> and King Cowley, and then we'll see how we get on from there. You know what I mean? It, it doesn't yeah. just work that way. You know what yeah, I mean? You have, you have yeah. to, like, e- send emails. You almost have to, be like, shamelessly sending emails, just saying, uh-huh. like, come on the podcast, come on the podcast. Barry's really good at doing I've it. Sent, yeah, I'm really good at sending emails and getting no responses. That's what I'm really yeah. good at. I bought a laptop to send emails and I broke it. Sending emails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, this, like, I'm telling you now, if you do a podcast, this is an absolute grind. But because we have people that listen and actually enjoy the show, we keep doing it. If no one listened, we'd hardly be doing this for a couple of years. That's the sign of insanity. Yeah, definitely. Doing the same thing over and over again, getting different results. Very, very energized, man. But uh, yeah, we're still, like, there's, John Cavanaugh's corning 13 people at UC Dublin, which is mental. Bellator also, Dublin. Oh, sorry, Bellator Dublin. And then uh, there's also a couple of lads from Team Rhino fighting on that card as well. Two, if not three. So there's going to be like so many more lads wanting to promote their their fights and get more recognition. And everyone wants them followers, you know. Everyone wants them followers. Get the fight more cash next time. If you walk in with twenty thousand followers on Instagram, you're going to get paid more than the guy with two thousand followers on Instagram. Also, one of the big things about Bellator and being signed with Bellator is that you get your own sponsors. So therefore, the bigger the fighter gets, the more sponsorship they'll earn. Also, the bigger the organisation gets and the higher chance Bellator have getting a TV, TV deal across Europe. Exactly, Roscoe. If I was Scott Coker, that'd be like my number one task right now. Yeah. Get a big TV deal across Europe. I'm, I'm sort of sitting there going, surely Sky Sports can show on one of their Sky Sports channels, you know, Sky Bellator. Sports or something, yeah. Yeah, Bellator at 2am in South Dakota. You know what I mean? Instead of showing the Premier League years, that like that seems to be when they're stuck for a show to put on. It's like put on the Premier League years there, will it? Here, lads, throw the Premier League years on. What year, lads? Uh, who gives a shit? Ninety four, ninety five. Yeah. When when it, when it's a fella, when it's a fella who's a, a Liverpool fan, he's like the city, uh, the Aguero goal, the one year, the year City won the league. Yeah, that was a terrible year. Yeah, 
But uh, sorry, we were, we we're going a bit off topic. But uh, yeah, if you're doing a podcast, first of all, it's hard to get the ears in. But uh, I don't know, things are sort of rolling now recently. At the beginning of the month, we actually, you see, I started writing down as of this year how many followers we had going into the new year. We had 8,550 on Instagram, and now we have like 8,750. Yes, yeah, so that's over that, 200 followers in the space of three weeks, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's a tireless grind. Like, you know what I mean? It, it, you don't yeah, just, just wake up, record the podcast, put it on your Instagram, and then walk away. Yeah. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't work out that easily. Yeah. I mean, interactions are key. Interactions are key. If you're enjoying the podcast, make sure to give us a shout out on Instagram as well. We'll shout you back out. Yeah. Very you could get an extra two followers. Yeah, you can. My ma loves following people we shout out. You get an extra two followers from the lads. I'm P. But, uh, sorry, Ross, before we finish off uh, with uh, the notorious one, him against Cowboy, that that seems feasible, doesn't it? I think oh, that... It seems logical yeah. as well. You know what I mean? I don't overly want to see McGregor's next fight be against Khabib. Uh, I think McGregor could do a... Uh, you know what I love? If McGregor fought Cowboy beat him and then did a quick turnaround and fought Khabib. Yeah. I feel like he needs to get more rounds underneath his belt. You can't show up once every three years and expect to batter everyone. Yeah, I know, yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't work out that way. Yeah, well, that's the problem when you make the money. If he was still a skint living on the, the social welfare, he'd be still like he'd be mm. fighting next week against Khabib, you know? The only person who can do that is GSP. Michael Bisping. <laughs> <laughs> you hate when I do that, don't you? No, I love it. Yeah, no, it's funny, yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, mo- okay, moving on from... Conor McGregor versus Cowboy, which we hope will happen. Uh, Mike Tyson was actually on the Joe Rogan podcast there during the week, smoking a load of joints, promoting his uh, cannabis. Roscoe, did you watch the episode? Uh, I haven't seen all of it now, but I, I have seen some good bits of it. Uh, I couldn't believe Mike Tyson's never had a cup of coffee in his life. Yeah, what's the what, story with that? What is that about? No, you see, do you know what? Supposedly, right, this is, isn't meant to be racist in any sort of way, but uh, Shaquille O'Neal was... Was it Shaquille O'Neal? Maybe you'll correct me on who this is okay. as the story goes on. He was offered shares in Starbucks and he was like, black people don't drink coffee. And then all of a sudden, Starbucks is universal and huge everywhere. And he's like, oh, I could have owned, like, been part of that franchise. Or I didn't hear that, but yeah. like, it, it, yeah, but it could like, be possible. Yeah, but he was like, why put them in Harlem? Because black people don't drink coffee. That was like a thing. All right, well, like, it's definitely not racist to quote someone, so, like, yeah, you're no, grand. Yeah, but that's why right, you don't yeah. want to... Step. Yeah, the PC police. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But, well, like, no, no, like... Yeah. I, I just think it's crazy that he's never even, like, considered having a coffee. Yeah, but who would be, like, Mike Tyson, you coming for a coffee? <laughs> yeah, but, like, you know when you, like, go in somewhere, someone goes, oh, do you want to hear coffee? Maybe that's an Irish thing or, like, a Br- Ireland and UK thing. But, yeah, true, but maybe also, back in the day, he didn't have a phone. So, like, no one's going to text him being like, do you want to go for a coffee? And, the pe- like, he was so sheltered and he was, he was only boxing or else partying like a madman that no one was like, here, do you want to go for a coffee? He'd be like, we go for a beer instead. Or, you know what I mean? True. Uh, maybe. And whatever you, you do until you're about 40, you're probably going to keep doing for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? I suppose so. I, I think maybe just when I first, before, when I first started drinking coffee, I didn't like coffee. But I was like, I like the effects of it. So, maybe he yeah. smelt it and it was just like, nah. I, I like the taste of it I like No I like the taste of it now But when I first Like I used to be like Yeah don't offer me a coffee Yeah Yeah That's random Yeah but it's a bit like I wouldn't drink red wine before And I'll drink it now You know what I mean True yeah What about um, Like are you weird To any foods or anything Some people yeah. are really picky And they're like I can't eat this sort of food Because it tastes bad Like mussels Or like You know what I mean Oh uh, Well obviously or don't mushrooms mean, Some well, people are like Freaked out by mushrooms 
obviously I don't eat meat anymore but yeah. uh, I don't like really large mushrooms you know those mushrooms that are like massive and look yeah. like you're picked out of the gra- grass ground like you know what I mean yeah. I don't like them but like I'm not like freaked out by them I'm, just, I'm like they don't look appealing yeah people say they're, they're weird or, or I don't know some people are really uh, picky and choose I'll, t- I'll tell you what foods I don't like I don't like I'm not keen on red onions I actually rather a white onion yeah like, same here I'm not like yeah, I just think it's a bit like weird taste off. What about uh, what about a Hawaiian pizza? Are you for or against? Hawaiian well, pizza? I'm for pineapple on pizza because obviously I don't eat meat, so like then pineapple's a good topping for me to have. But obviously, I can't have the ham from a Hawaiian pizza. So you just have a pineapple pizza? Well, no. If I, <laughs> if I was getting a pizza, I'd probably have like peppers on it and maybe some pineapple, uh, maybe some onions. That as is, long as it's not red, that is depressing, man. But uh, <laughs> what would you have? Hawaiian. What type of pizza? I oh, know I'm fine with Hawaiian, but like. I don't know. I like one with loads of meat in it as well. Like, like you get a the meat feast. Filled. Yeah, do you know what's really good? This is not a sponsor, by the way. But uh, there's a place called Brezzi's yeah. uh, around Pomeranic area, and they do like the pizzas are more like stone baked. But uh, I only order a pizza because I want the chicken wings. The chicken wings are the best chicken wings ever, and you can't just order chicken wings to the gaff, you know. So you're like, I have to get a pizza as well. Oh yeah, I suppose yeah. 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 But, uh, uh, some pla- some places are weird about that. They're like, we don't deliver the chicken wings. Yeah, exactly. I, I just feel like. What if we ordered three portions? It's like, no, we don't do it. It's like, I'll spend more money than order one pizza and you'll deliver that. But all right, maybe they don't like travel well. Yeah. No, no, no. These are really, really, really good. I recommend, highly recommend them to anyone who lives around Pomeranic area. I think there's a few brezzies around the place, but uh, definitely check them out. Oh, also, you know what I don't like? Celery sticks. You know the way you talk about chicken wings? Because they always come with them. Yeah. Terrible idea. Oh, yeah. I'm not mad on celery sticks. Sorry, I'll bring this back. Actually, just random conversation. Probably shouldn't talk about it, but we should do. Um, yeah, as uh, as I said earlier, Mike Tyson was promoting his uh, weed. CBD stuff. Yeah. As we know, multiple MMA fighters smoke weed. Uh, we can go from Sean O'Malley, Nate Diaz, Nick Diaz. Even Connor's been seen with a joint. Joe, Ro- or Joe, Joe Rogan, Rogan. John Joe Jones. They're all at it. Also, the story about the Tigers was mad, wasn't it? When they put up that picture of... Uh, Mike Tyson there in his underwear yeah, with the tiger in the swimming pool I was like this guy's a lunatic like yeah. that's not normal you know what I mean that's what exactly what he was yeah and he got linked up to the guy when he was in prison didn't he he was like he was in prison and like he was talking about the cars he had and he sold cars to get tigers I was like what your man was like yeah. I can get you exotic animals yeah but man he was Mike Tyson was living the king of the mountain life yeah, he's, in fairness, he could do whatever he wanted, and he did yeah. whatever he wanted. Yeah, and he could he could have any person he wanted. Like, his wife, he was just like, you're mine, that's it. And what was another one? He, he was did going you, out with- Did you ever hear the story of his ex-wife? Uh, he comes home, and then she's there with Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt walks in, he's like, oh shit, and then runs away. No. What? This is this is notorious. No. Yeah, All right, go on, you have to tell the story. Okay, do you remember Mike Tyson's first wife when he was, like, really, really young? Yeah. And then, uh, do you remember he was once on, on the on the TV doing an oh, interview yeah. and his wife and was slating like, him? He, he batters me and yeah. he's like, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't say anything. Yeah, he literally yeah. just sits there and he's like, what? But uh, yeah, the story, as the story goes, she, Mike Tyson was in the house or else came home after him. But uh, his ex-wife, Mike Tyson's ex-wife was still living in the house, obviously until she moved out or whatever, you know. And then she brings back Brad Pitt, who, but this is before Brad Pitt was... Brad Pitt, like the movie. Yeah, he might have been in one or two movies. Yeah, one or two, maybe, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so she gets, uh, Brad Pitt and the ex-wife get back to the house, and Mike Tyson's there at the house, and he's like, Brad Pitt's like, right, see you there. <laughs> As you would, like. Hightown out of the house. Yeah, here, here, I noticed, by the way, loads of these CBD oil places are actually uh, sponsoring loads of fighters. I think even Will was sponsored as well. Supposedly, um, have you ever tried it, have you? No, 
No. Neither have I. Not the actual... Uh, I haven't tried it in any... What's that thing form? called? The flute. Whatever oh, in the... Stick. Yeah. No, I've never used it. The oils and stuff, I've never used it. I don't... The vape. The vape, yeah, yeah. yeah. Supposedly it's really good for a recovery. Your brother was talking about it saying supposedly it's good as well. Yeah. Yeah, Chris. Yeah, interesting. Uh, I might actually look into getting that one just for the crack. Yeah, there's one up the road, isn't it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. If any, if any CBD oil people want us to try one out, let us know. But uh, I know it's just weird because it seems like as we gets more and more legalized in America and like helps people with uh, serious illnesses, it's only inevitable that Ireland's going to follow suit, follow suit with everything else. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, the one last funny takeaway I, I got from Mike Toys the podcast was uh, his girlfriend took his car out and crashed it into this guy, and then Mike Toys like just gave your man the car to like shut up and say nothing. And then, like, he came back to the gaff and took the car back off your man. Yeah, the Ferrari. Yeah, I was like, your man must be like, I'm after getting a Ferrari. This is brilliant. And Mike Tyson came back and was like, give me that back. And, like, you're not going to say no to him. No, I thought he just let him have it. No, he came back the next day to his gaff. Your oh, man okay. with the Ferrari was like, give me that back. He's, uh... What would you do? you just give it back, wouldn't you? Yeah, I just... <laughs> yeah, I'd just give him back. It was just, like, to avoid having the confrontation with the, gar- with the police. Mike Tyson's lived a mad life, hasn't he? Yeah, like... I'd, I'd say, like, there's more stories that you'd have to almost, like, gauge out of him. Because, like, he lives such a crazy life. Some of his stories probably have never been told. Yeah. And, like, he doesn't see them as that wild. Yeah, he forgets them. He lives a, he's lived a mad life. He um he was saying he was only taking mushrooms there and all this sort of shit. And he feels like he was reborn. It's crazy. Yeah, he's... He was almost... He's almost like a dangerous person. I know he's a dangerous person. Well, it can be. But he's almost like a dangerous person to be the manager of because he could go on Joe Rogan and Joe Rogan will tee him up to say anything outrageous. You know what oh, I mean? He's a danger to himself more than anyone yeah. I've ever seen. As in, like... He will 100% like just land himself in trouble. Put it this way. You'd never want him to be on the stand defending himself in court because he won't do a good job. No, he won't. The thing is, the thing that will never get old. I know he went to jail and like he had all these mad stories about he was like having sex with the prison wardens and shit. Like, but and then remember he got had like Yao Ming or not? Not Yao Ming's the boss player. Who's your man? Uh, Mao. Yeah. Tattooed onto his arm. But the thing that will never stop a Muay Tyson, people will always want to see him as if he's like a not not like a circus act, but like if he's in town, people are going and they want to see the guy. Yeah, he's. A once-in-a-lifetime animal, and, and yeah. that's it. And I mean that in the noise way possible, but, like, Iron Mike, I, I, I've never seen someone who's more... So it's, it's sort of weird. He's charismatic, except, like, there's nothing about him when he's speaking that you're, like, brilliant. But just the way he got in there, he destroyed people. And, like, even the Simpsons have your man, like, Dredrick Tatum, who was, like, just yeah. Mike Tyson in cartoon form, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's it, he's, such he's a, iconic that's what it is he is it? iconic yeah it's not very often you get a, an athlete that goes like people from different generations like him you know what I mean like we like him our parents like him that sort of way you know what I mean yeah it's a bit it's, it's almost a bit like Tiger Woods can drop back to world number 150 and you can guarantee he's still the most followed golfer walking around the golf course you know what I mean yeah. like Anthony Joshua could be standing there and Mike Tyson be standing there and people more people I think would be like Mike Tyson I mean it's, it's almost like a mythical character it is a mythical character although he was here in Dublin we tried to get tickets for him we couldn't get him and then uh, it was funny after like Conor McGregor and all the lads showed up and it was like oh should have been there should have <laughs> been there yeah I don't know I think like this is going to be a big year for us just keeping on top yeah. of stuff having the people in you know what I mean the more 
interviews we get going, the more interviews we'll get as well. Yeah, well, sure. Next time he's in Dublin, we'll ask him to come on the show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. If if you'd like to see Moy Tyson on the Energize podcast, let us know in the comments below. Yeah, buy a tiger and let us know. Uh, also, over the weekend, Brendan Shab had his special on in, on Saturday, and Joe Rogan was on it, and so was Brian Callan as well. Really looking forward to seeing that. When did you say, yeah, he did it with Showtime. When do you think that'll be over, Ross? I'd say before the end of February, I'd say definitely. Um, he's gone up to like 700,000 Instagram followers. Uh, yeah. He's blowing up right now. He's, he his is. face is everywhere, isn't it? It is, yeah. Fair play to him. He's what, doing three podcasts now? Three podcasts as well, yeah. The man works hard. It's it was, impressive. It's funny that his job is him just talking. The only yeah, I know, yeah. It's... Uh, it's a bizarre one, really, but... Yeah. Look, he does a really, really good job. Oh, and comedy. and comedy. He gives his opinion on everything. He's not afraid to be controversial. You see, you know what? I, you know what he does sometimes? He sort of says something. He knows it's going to be controvers- controversial. And then he has no problem, like, sort of apologising for it later. But he's already said the controversial thing, so he's already got the clicks. Yeah. And they'd be like, oh, I was wrong. Sorry about that. Yeah. Now, fair play to him. I mean, no matter how good you are on the mic or how funny you are on stage, it's all got to do with how hard you are working. And, um... Obviously, he posts like probably more than us, but like we don't want to spam up people's news feeds any more yeah. than we do. Like, all the ones one post a day is probably enough on the wall. And you wouldn't be interested in seeing what shoes me and Barry are wearing every day. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, like, like for a while back there, like my phone wasn't really working, and also I wasn't feeling great, and I didn't want to start talking into the camera and saying shit, and also promoting episodes that I wasn't so like happy about. It's like you see rushes this week. Make sure to check it out. You know what I mean? I was like, a, I have to be like. Check out Fabian Edwards on the latest Android podcast. Boom. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. You know I mean? At the end of the day, you, we always try and stand over our work, but sometimes if it's a slow news week, it's a slow news week. Yeah. That's what's it. Yeah. And also, the more and more people look at our stories, I'm like, a thousand people are going to see I'm not happy here. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, it's, a, it's, it's a bit daunting, really. You know I mean? It is, yeah. Especially if you consider putting a thousand people in front of you, how many people that is. I know. Fair and play I, to the Jenners. Yeah, the millions. The millions. The millions. I wonder, how, how many people do you think sees their story? Like, Conor McGregor hit over 30 million Instagram followers there. If he talks into a story, like, t- this morning he put up one saying, good morning to people, right? I'd say, like, 5 million, maybe 6 or 7 million people saw that. 5 million. Maybe even more, because, like, he's a lot of, he's very much a person who would be, like, very much searched. And, like, you yeah. might click on him, you might not follow him, but, like, You'll watch okay, the story. So between five and seven million? Yeah, eight million? I'd say so, yeah. Eight million, yeah. We're going to say yeah. eight million? Okay. Basically said to, hello yeah. to the entire Irish country. Yeah, <laughs> he did, exactly, yeah. But my question is, how many people watched the Patriots win last night in, this, in the, the final bowl? Oh, probably more than that. The AFC Championship. Yeah, how much? Oh, no, I'm going to say 30 million. Because Super Bowl oh, yeah. is one of the most watched things in the world. Okay, this is like you. the semi-final. In fairness, it is Tom Brady and he's yeah. on your TV, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. And um, just expect myself and Ross to keep growing because uh, we're putting in a serious grind behind the scenes. We're, we're not leaving. We're not fucking nah. leaving. We're too far gone to leave. There's no point to turn around. After all yeah. we've done, there's no point to turn around now. But, um, yeah, fair play to Brendan Shap. Hopefully he comes back to Dublin as well soon and we get him on the show. Um Okay, yeah, before we move into a tiny bit of football conversation, Manny Pacquiao beat Adrian Browner there over the weekend by decision, wasn't it, Ross? And uh, Pacquiao is now 40. Do you want to see Pacquiao versus Mayweather next? Again? It's more so, 
I'd rather see Pacquiao fight Mayweather than fight anyone else. I think that's sort of where I'm at. Uh, Mayweather sort of said he wasn't that interested, but he's obviously going to say he's not interested to try and get a better deal off Pacquiao. Yeah, but he was interested enough to be in the crowd. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Broner tried to come out and say he won that fight. Uh, and I was just like, here, look, you're delusional, pal. Broner got a serious slate in there, you know that? Yeah, he's... Um, he comes in, he didn't look 100% in the best shape possible. Wearing all, like, purple and gold coming into the into the ring. I was like, who are you kidding, pal? You know I mean? I think he was one of those people who had a sublime amount of talent. And then he didn't actually train hard with his talent. Yeah, I heard that, yeah. So... No, no something weird went on your mic. Oh, yeah? Is it okay? Yeah, yeah keep it there, yeah. Go on. All right, Grant. Uh, I just think that Broner was very talented individual, but... Yeah. He didn't put in the hard work. And you know what they say, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. That's what people are saying about uh, Gervonta Davis, Tank. Saying yeah. that he's in, going like he's going out now, he's getting the women all over him. He has the tattoos everywhere, oh, I the think money. Until you headline a pay-per-view, like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Yeah, but these fellas are living the lifestyle. They're, it's, the, it's sort of like the clingers honours of Floyd Mayweather. Like, these lads, I'm not sure what Tank's situation is now, but Adrian Broner used to be one of... Uh, Mayweather's not disciples, but um, yeah, he was, he was prote- sort of, protégés. Yeah, to say. no, but you can see Broner was supposed to be the next Floyd Mayweather, yeah, and he just isn't. And I think Gervonta Davis is supposed to be built as one of the next Floyd Mayweather type of guys. But look, at the end of the day, your lifespan in the fight game is quite short. You yeah. should like stay off the drink, you know, stay off the drugs, earn all the money you can, retire young, and then party. I don't understand why you can't do it that way. You see, when you're young, you're just... Uh, also, ignorance is bliss. Yeah. And when you're young and you're just beating everyone, everyone's like, you're the future fucking champ. You're like, I actually am the future champ, lads. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? Especially in the fight world. It's really like, I can knock you all out. Yeah, but we try to get a gauge of the people we meet in the MMA game as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, true, true. It, that's, I suppose when we had Fabian Edwards, he was real lit, chilled out, laid back. He was, yeah. He didn't, he didn't mind. You know Although I mean? he was fresh off a of spar. Yeah, that's true. So he wasn't like, yeah, Mister on top of the world. But he also, you could also tell that like, he knows he's the baddest man in the room at all times. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be locked in a cage with him, man. He was no. uh, well, he was a gentle giant, put it that way. But uh, see the way he was rocking with the crew, they all sort of yeah. knew that he like you don't do that with someone when with who's going to be nobody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although you said it ages ago, we said it on the latest show. If you haven't checked it out, check it out. But uh, I was like Ross. Tell Fabian how much you like him, because <laughs> ages ago, yeah, yeah, ages ago, you're like, I'm not gonna, re- I'm not gonna tell you the whole story. You're gonna have to check it out. And we made sure it was a nice half hour, so it's not too long, you know. Yeah. Because some sometimes people get can get intimidated by the hour show, but uh, yeah. So who, you want to see Pacquiao versus Mayweather next? Mayweather is gonna want to have another knock again, isn't he? Why not? Uh, if not, maybe Pacquiao versus Amir Khan, because those who have been threatened to fight each other for a very long time. Yeah. Those are sort of the only two fights I'm interested in watching Pacquiao fight. Is Amir Khan not meant to be getting? Uh, destroyed by Crawford or- yeah he is yeah Terence Crawford yeah. apparently like he used uh, Kel Brook Kel Brook's name to build himself up and he was going to fight Kel Brook and then he went nah so oh, you know what I've no interest in watching Khan fight Crawford I'm, I'm not a massive fan of Amir Khan I, like I saw he did well in the Olympics ages ago and then what did- like 2002 yeah back in the day you know <laughs> but um, now it's just a bit like there's only certain people I, like I really like also, Kay Taylor is now going to be fighting in Philadelphia on Paddy's Day, or the day after Paddy's Day, maybe. And then Mikey Conlon is fighting in MSG the day after Paddy's Day. People keep asking us, are we going to them fights, by the way? You know that? I know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, 
Put your money down if you want to stare. It's just funny. Sentence over. I know, it's just so funny if you saw some of the DMs we get. People are like, oh, will you come to this fight? Will you come to that fight? Yeah. It's like, fucking trying, lads, you know? Yeah, the DMs are, are flying on Energize these days. People inviting themselves onto the podcast and everything. Yeah. We're only like, yeah, exactly, yeah. Some people ask can they come on the show and they, they don't even do a show or they... They do nothing. They, they're, they're just Yeah, like, they're, literally, they're literally Bob from the canteen in work being like oh here all come on as well they're like all come on rather than be like can i come on it's like, yeah it's like yeah you, you can come on yeah just oh we're not recording that day it's sorry like, but it's like oh i'm coming over from uh aberdeen on a tuesday i'll, I'll do the show eight o'clock in yours it's like sorry who are you that <laughs> <laughs> was the didn't first we dm ever exchanged as yeah, well. yeah. you didn't even follow us you were just just just, just the, the straight in yeah yeah, like, but, uh, here you can do the countdown, but I don't know. The, the internet's a funny thing. The internet's a funny thing, man. Yeah, but um, yeah, that that goes down in the DMs with Energized. Um, okay, we're going to discuss some football now. So, if you love football or you want to know more about football, aka soccer, you can check it out now. Uh, over the weekend, Chelsea lost to Arsenal, right? And Sarri, the Chelsea manager, came out came out said he had to. He had to describe it exactly in, in Italian. So nothing was said incorrectly. And then it was translated into English. He basically said that the Chelsea team are not trying hard enough. They're not interested enough. And he was very public about this. Ross, this is one of the only few times a manager has ever done this. And um, what the, this, I think this could be a change in the guard for future managers as well. Because it used to be all manager power. Now it's turned player power. But now the manager's like, you know what? If I'm getting sacked, fuck yous. Because yous are the ones that aren't even trying. And you know what? In the second half of the Chelsea game, it looked like they were sort of trying as well. But as you said about in the fight game, it's hard to get people out of bed when they're coming out of bed as silk sheets. Yeah, well, you said it was very hard to motivate his players. And it's not the first time people have felt at Chelsea it's very hard to motivate the players. Whatever way that Chelsea dressing room is set up, it's not a healthy one. No. Because... They rebelled against Conte. They rebelled against Mourinho, and now they're rebelling um, against Sarri by the looks of things. Yeah, shout, and, out, shout out to Jamie Hickey, who's a big fan of Chelsea. Yeah, oh, and you, energized. Who do you think is the leader in the Chelsea room? Do, do you think it's Hazard who's sitting out? See, that's, I mean? that's the problem. Uh, obviously, they had Czech, Terry, Lampard, Drogba, all the lads, and the, and they're all gone now. The band is gone, and it just automatically gets handed to Hazard because he's getting paid the most. People want him to stay the most. He's still like 27, 28 maybe. Whereas yeah. like Willian's too old. David Luiz has sort of been in and out of the team. He's not really that relevant anymore. He might be leaving as well. Yeah, and every every transfer window, Hazard's like, is he saying or is he going? You know what I mean? And he's, he's, he's never too overly committal to the club either. No, he never really comes out and says it either. Even though his brother's at the t- the, on the on the books as well. It's just Chelsea, it looks like Abramovich is trying to get rid of it. Like he's, he's sort of had enough. Like he's, he's won everything with him, you know? Yeah, and like... They're letting Morata go um, back to... Well, he's gone to Atletico Madrid instead of Real Madrid this time. Yep. And look, Sarri just looks like he doesn't have any control over the transfers as well, which yep. is probably very frustrating for him. Yeah. Um, although, Abramovich has always just been like, here's Torres, here's Shevchenko, here's Mewtwo. Yeah, I, think, I, think, I think Shevchenko was the ultimate one, wasn't yeah. it? It was like, he's like, my mate Andre Shevchenko is going to yeah. come and play for us. Here's Zirkov. It's like, yeah. well, it's like well... Hernan Crespo's here too. I remember watching him play. It's like, what? Here, yeah, here's, here's Crespo, lads. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look. Although that must have been cool for a Chelsea fan being like, fucking hell, Crespo. I'm used to having like... Hasselbanker. Simic back in the day or... Good Johnson. 
Tori Andre Flo or Chris oh, yeah. Flo, Chris Flo Sutton Chris Sutton by the way how is Chris Sutton always on TV oh here hold on right don't show Robbie Savage he does some like thing on BT and he's always like yes or no by the way he, that, Robbie Savage is going to be an almost celebrity get me out here at some stage he just wants to be on TV but on the couch who they keep having is Jade Goody you're one who used like rest in peace she used used to be on Big Brother remember she went on yeah did really well she got naked and stuff they went back on with her man oh, no, I know her, exactly her, who she is she yeah. got kicked off being racist and all yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but her ex-fellow the sort of blondie guy is now on the couch with them and I'm like why is this guy here it's not as if he does like like does he ever play football no he, no, he played like some like normal level but like I was looking at him and I was like why is he on there like fair enough Chael Sonnen gets loads of gigs with MMA because he has a huge podcast Brendan Schaub gets all these gigs big podcast but if, if you're just like well, there's Jay Goody's ex. Should bring him on the couch with Sav. You know what I mean? It's like, what's and going Sav's on? Sav's already the blondie guy on the show. Who I don't need a second one? Yeah, exactly. The question is, who does your man know or have dirt on to get on that show? Ah, he must know one of the beachy sports guys. He must have been to a party with them when they were like doing drugs in the jacks, and he got it on video and was like, "I have this." Yeah. Another thing, actually, about Newcastle United, Rio Ferdinand's after getting slated there, especially by True Geordie, because Rio Ferdinand said that. Newcastle United fans should thank Mike Ashley. What do you make of all this sort of stuff about Newcastle Ferdinand getting involved? Should Ferdinand even get involved in this sort of stuff? Apparently, Mike Ashley is selling a load of Rio Ferdinand's gear uh, in his shop, the Ferdinand 5 or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, look, I actually think he makes some very valid points if you're really, when it comes down to it. he Mike Ashley has made no qualms about it. He's willing to sell Newcastle Football Club for the right offer. The yeah. right offer hasn't come in. He's invested money into the club. He has Rafael Benitez as manager, who's a far better manager than the club deserves for the players playing on the pitch. Top 10 best and, in the league. You know, the team's not in the relegation zone right now. Yeah. So, like, the club's actually doing a lot better than it should be doing. Yeah, a lot of these teams, like, that are between 10th and 16th, like, all them sort of teams are like, oh, we should get in the top eight. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's, I like, think, there's only room for eight. I, I, I think well, technically two. I, th- I, I think once you're, uh, if you're not in the top six, everyone's goal is to be in the top ten, isn't it? Yeah. And look, Newcastle as a club have great potential for a takeover. Very loyal fan base. Like I think uh, Matt Ritchie was in the top ten most bought jerseys in the Premier League last year, and like. Who is he? Well, he was the club captain and everyone bought his jersey. Yeah. We said that with Fabian. Actually, the, the, the Newcastle support is unbelievable. Yeah, it's, it's mad. And I think Ferdinand was right to defend Ashley because every time you ever read an article about Mike Ashley, it's always extraordinarily negative. Yeah. But he's pumping his own money into the club even though he's willing to sell the club. So I think very harsh he's getting that bad of a rap. And... You know what I mean? Like, what's, 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 what do the fans actually want him to do? Because he's willing to sell the club. And, like, no offence, but no one wants to go play for Newcastle. So, like, that's not his fault. I know. It's such a strange thing because with football, it's like a religion. Like, I've noticed myself over the last couple of weeks being slightly happier because, you know, they're doing well. It, it, yeah. It's just when they were doing that shit, it was just like, it was all depressing. I couldn't even talk to my dad about it. I couldn't even watch fucking match of the day or anything. And then you're like, you're like... You feel like it's torture having to watch this shit. And now you know they're doing quality. I'm like, Marcus Rashford's probably one of the best players in the world. Now, come here. Are all the stars aligning for Manchester United? As in, Sarri's having a nightmare at Chelsea. Arsenal are doing flip-flop results. You know, they'll beat Chelsea, lose to West Ham. 
and then Spurs are without Harry Kane. Like, the Stars seem to be allowing him for Manchester United to almost finish in, in the top four, if not third place. No, I think United you know are definitely going to finish top four. Like, uh, if, if you look at it now, United you know come sixth, joint on points with Arsenal. United you know are actually playing Arsenal this Friday in the FA Cup. And then three points ahead are Chelsea in fourth. And then Spurs are four points ahead of Chelsea in third. And they, they're they missing Harry Kane for a month, yeah. so... And City and Liverpool are are just that bit further ahead. At the, like, at the moment, it's Liverpool's to lose because they're getting all the luck. If you checked out their result there against Crystal Palace... But uh, yeah, it, it you know they just have to keep taking over, man. And they, they're not changing the team. They just need to keep it taking over. The defense needs to be fixed. But that's going to happen in the summer. For me, as a Man United fan, I just look at the team ahead of us each time and go, "Let's get ahead of Arsenal. Yeah. Let's get ahead of Chelsea. Let's get ahead of Spurs." And then we'll worry about the top two. Yeah, let's see what happens this Friday. You know they're playing Arsenal. Yeah, uh, Ross. Before we move on from the football, right? I need to ask you a question. Who? What presenters? Do you prefer? Do you prefer the ones on BT or do you prefer the ones on Sky? Because I feel like the Sky are a lot older and they're it's very Liverpool based. Whereas you know whereas the BT have Scolzi, Ferdinand, they've Keown always there, loves being on TV, but I think when you have Neville and Cara, I love it. Yeah. I think the two of them should just be like the mainstay. I, I wouldn't even have them on commentary because it's almost a waste of time putting them on commentary. The two of them should be there for every game. I love their dates on a Monday. It's like yeah. ourselves doing the podcast. Yeah, it's it's brilliant. <laughs> uh, like Graham Sunis is just so negative. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Sunis. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And I'm just so like I'm just so like I like Sunis, man. Oh, there's just something about him that like it sort of grinds my gears. He's sort like, of a bit like keen on the way or something. I just like that. I don't know. He, he's he's very, a bit blunt. I think. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Very, yeah. But that's why I like it. You know what I mean? Maybe because he was so blunt against Man United, I like, had a thing against him. I think he's like because he's the president of the I Hate Paul Pogba fan club. Uh, I think that sort of gets me and I'm yeah. sitting there going Pog was actually brilliant well in fairness Dan- Eamon Dunphy used to do that shit all the time yeah. but like do you know what the best thing about it is it gets you to either be emotional about it like you either support it or you hate it you know what I mean that's what a good pundit does yeah actually I suppose I suppose I do like seeing him on in the in respect that like he's like oh what's he gonna say because I'm gonna have an opinion on it uh, Jamie Redknapp I think is a waste of time no. I have no interest in this one he's, like, he's there to wear, look nice in the suit he is yeah uh, he's there to keep the women watching uh, he, he's hopeless but like BT Sports yeah. I like when Skull he's on I feel like you get a real opinion from him I think you get Ferdinand's, like a class opinion. I think Ferdinand's brilliant yeah Ferdinand's, uh, Ferdinand's also funny as well yeah he's he like, he's like I think Liverpool are gonna win and then your man changed the conversation he's like oh I'm back I'm back you know you know it was just yeah. like he's such a lad yeah he's yeah, such I, a lad I'm they all buzz off him as well and you know what I think uh, Steve McManaman's actually quite good as well yeah McManaman's good as well he it's so funny like he's he's won Champions League at Real Madrid you just don't look at him that sort of way he's, he's sort of strange he's a bit like who's your man with long hair it's like Steve McManaman it's like oh yeah Forgot. Yeah, yeah. It's actually not far off, yeah. though, isn't it? And he used to play for Man City as well. But no yeah. one's like, no one's like City legend. Yeah, uh, I'm not that keen on Mike Lowen just because he's he's, no. he's real. Like, if the goalkeeper wasn't there, he would have scored. It's he like, al- he almost no because I know we have footage of him playing for Man U. But like, if there if footage of everything was deleted from the universe, which could happen yeah. someday, Mike Lowen be like, I never play for United. Yeah, and then he's like, almost doesn't like the fact to play for no. United. And then BT Sports, like, sometimes they have Martin O'Neill and Roy Keane on. Now, I know, like, people, like, Irish people are almost against them now because of what they did. But in terms of punditry, I actually think two of them are quite good. I'll never turn my back on them. No. Being like... Well, uh, I won't. But, like, I know some people are, like, you know, they're fucked them. You know yeah. what I mean? They're both they're back now with uh, Nottingham Forest. See that? Oh, it was Keane out there as well, is he? Supposedly, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm not surprised. That's good. Uh, sometimes things just get stale. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Even us doing the show, now we have the new gear, we're like, right, re-energised. 100%. You know what? Yeah. It's not It's not easy to get very good uh, results with those group of Irish players. Yeah. I can't wait to see them actually come out and perform in a few games. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was listening to, before we move on to the, the main part of the show, the MMA World Ross, I was listening to some interview there the other day and I forget who it is now but unfortunately but the, that's not the point these details are brilliant so far yeah <laughs> guess who it is now no I'm joking but uh, they were saying they knew that they were going to make it it didn't matter that they hadn't made it already as in like they knew the process that they were they were using they were going to be successful it was just like they knew that right there and then they were successful as in like the road we're on like if people are still listening now nearly like 50 minutes in they're invested. They're like, right, they're growing, they're growing. As, yeah. in like, as in like, I see the ladder that we're going up and like, remember we went to RTE and they were like, what are you talking about? You know what I mean? And like now, yeah, we were like, there was no, la- there's no show for like just lads to watch. It's yeah. like, what are you talking about? We have Strictly Come Dancing on a Tuesday. It's like, it's like Peter oh. Stringer's dancing. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, we haven't got like, think about how much bigger we'll be again and better but it's time Bellator is on that night. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I can just see the ladder and we're just going up. We'll be a thousand away from swiping up. Yeah. Probably better than that. But uh, we're going to move into the main part of the show. It's We're going to be looking over UC Brooklyn that happened over the weekend in the Barclays Centre. First of all, if you're new to the Android show, from there, big shout out to you. Roscoe. This, this, was a, this was actually a great card. Good to see UFC on ESPN. Uh, Stephen A. Smith got a lot of slate, and they were like, here, look, he doesn't really know what he's talking about. Yeah. I sort of agree with that theory. He doesn't, but it's a good face for people who have never seen the UFC product before to transition over. It, like, yeah. really see, if you're expecting Stephen A. Smith to give, you know, a Joe Rogan or, you know, John Anik-esque breakdown on the fights you're about to see, well, then you're sadly mistaken. Uh, there wasn't actually that much changes to the SBM broadcast. I, I, I wasn't overly keen on like the video package that aired before, but like it might just take a bit of getting used to, to be honest. Let, let's start first things first, Ross. The, introduce, the introduction of a new UFC belt. Yeah. What do you make of the new belt? It, it got a bit of a bit of a hating online. Why did they change the belt? I know they felt like they probably should change the belt, but... First of all, I liked the old belt. I prefer the old belt. We put up a poll and it was unanimous that people liked the old belt. I think it was yeah. like 80-something percent preferred the old belt. And 10% of the other 20% clicked the wrong button. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, look, I'll be honest with you. I much prefer the old belt. I really yeah. thought the new belt looked a bit cheaper. didn't look as good. Uh, when they put the new belt on Cejudo, I actually thought it looked better than I thought when Dana White unveiled it. Yeah. It, it got... A- it looks better in like real life rather than oh no I didn't see it in real life yeah. but the camera rather than a photograph a still photograph it doesn't do it justice the thing is they'd only previously re-upgraded or remodeled the old UFC belt they'd made it more shinier yeah there was a bit more it was almost like five years ago the belt was almost a bit silvery as opposed to now it was like much more goldish yeah yeah, yeah very gold yeah so don't know well, what type of gold well, that is I really like the UFC belt although I will say one thing about it is that yeah, you and me both have the same thing. You know when someone puts the UFC belt over their shoulder and like yeah. they don't have the UFC face in the right way, they have a face backwards. I'm just like, oh, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, but uh look, the old belt I think is definitely better, but yeah. The new one looks a bit WWE or 
some some people were saying Power Rangers esque, but uh, let us know what you think if you liked it or didn't really like it. But uh, I actually asked the question: Is TJ Dillashaw going to hold up two new belts or one old and one new? But fortunately, the UFC did not have that problem because he failed to win. Yeah. But uh, Ross, where should we start in this card? Because we don't want to go over an hour. Well, in um, fairness, we've already seen we've already done the cowboy fight anyway. Yeah. Cowboy won. He won, and that was a great finish, great stoppage. Uh, Alex Hernandez uh, ate some very serious humble pie. Right. But uh, we've already done that one, so yes. we'll go on from there. Yeah. Uh, Pedro and Sand came out with a win against Rachel Ostovich. First of all, the two of them are stunningly beautiful, aren't they? Yeah. Rachel, who do you think is better looking? Like, I Babelert. I know, we're, we're actually friends with Paige's husband, Austin. I actually think Paige is actually better looking. She's sort yeah. of like cuter, if that makes sense. We yeah, yeah. When they were in the octagon, <laughs> when they were in the octagon ready to fight, I thought Paige was better looking. Yeah. I've seen some photo shoots of Rachel and thought she was better looking, but... Do you know what? Do you know what? They're just... T- t- One doesn't have to be better looking. Yeah, either. yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, thing, yeah. isn't it? That's actually... That's... That's the thing. That's the mature answer. They're both like stunning. It's like who's better at football, Messi or Ronaldo? It's like it's the fucking same here, lads. You're not going to say no to you. Yeah, they both score like a hundred goals a year. Get over it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, nitpicking. Um, yeah, fair play to Paige. Absolute legend. Austin is also. She got in there. She, she got a great. She got a great submission in the second round. It was. It was so funny because. Like, cause Austin's our mate. Yeah, I was like, oh, please let her win, just so he's happy as well. I don't know when you. He's going to come Dublin as well. Yeah, whenever like for whoever's listening right now, when you meet these people, you're sort of forever invested in what they do next. Uh, this is also very controversial now. Joey Benavidez defeated Dustin Ortiz for a second time now, and he is number one contender for the flyweight title. Just remember that. Okay, so yeah. we're just gonna move on now to also. Good idea getting rid of the blonde hair, Joe UB. Yeah. Much better look for you. I think it's because um, Megan O'Levy is trying to do some sort of fashion stuff, so she wants him to look... Yeah, she's like, her. he's like her model. Yeah. Also, shout out to Gregor Gillespie, who won against Yanti Medeiros. Absolutely ragged on him. Would you like to see him against Khabib at some stage? Maybe so. Like It was one of the most dominant grappling performances I've seen in a very long time. Yanti Medeiros got to throw one strike throughout the entire fight. Joke. That's a joke, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, uh, Greg, Gregor Gillespie is now 12-0. He's definitely cemented himself in the top 15. And he doesn't really seem like he wants a title. But uh, he yep. says he wants to fight someone in the top 10 next, I think it was. Jesus, it was a very long post-fight uh, interview after, wasn't it? Yeah. He was I was like, someone take the mic off him. He yeah. wants to go fishing. <laughs> yeah, it's because he's sort of from the hometown. But uh, big controversy over this one, Ross. Greg Hardy was disqualified against Alan Crowder in the second round for an illegal knee to the head. What were your takes on the illegal knee? For ahead. Um, in the fight itself, I thought Greg Hardy looked quite impressive on the feet. Uh, he was being out grappled in the grappling exchanges. Next thing you know, Crowder's on the ground and Hardy fires in this massive knee. I, I don't think, in fairness, I don't think Greg Hardy can fire off. Not a massive knee. Yeah. And he was huge, by the way. I didn't yeah. know he was six foot five or something, man. He's massive. Yeah, and then as soon as he hit the knee, Dan Mergliotta was the referee and he was like, he said it really loud because I could hear it and goes, if he's not able to continue, I'm disqualifying him. Yeah. And I think Alan Crowder heard him say that and was like, right, well, if, if I don't get up, I win. So I just won't get up. Yeah. And that was it. Uh, I actually didn't, didn't think Crowder was like that hurt that he couldn't continue. Either and I actually thought the tables had slightly turned. I thought Crowder was actually looking better in the second round than Hardy was. But I don't know. It's it's a strange one. It'll be interesting to see where Hardy goes next. Uh, my opinion hasn't been worsened of him from a throw in the knee because I think it was more of a heat of the moment thing. And he was very tired. So I think when you're tired, your judgment goes a bit and you just yeah. sort of do whatever comes natural. Did you put him in next against 
Francis Ngannou. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, do you want to see Har- do you want to see Hardy back? Do you? I have no problem watching it again. Yeah, uh, I think don't put him co main event because he's not at that level yet. So no, like, he's bring him back down the card. He's definitely not. But uh, <laughs> moving on to the main event of the evening. <sighs> okay, Henry Cejudo defeated T.J. Dillashaw in the first round after roughly forty seconds by. Knockout, TKO? Yeah, TKO, yeah. Um, TJ Dillashaw, after the fight, said that the fight should have kept going. Ross, what was your take? Was it an early stoppage or not? Or is On it, initial or is it, view... It, is it just that black and white, though, either? I don't think it's ever that black and white. On no. initial view, I thought good stoppage by the ref, fair play to him. I, I, actually, I agree. I actually bet on Henry Zahudo walking into the octagon. I, I, I felt he was doing it. I, I actually sent Barry the bet and stuff yeah, after. He was like, why did you do that? And I, I, I just felt it going in. I concur. Sometimes you just get the feel. And... Dillashaw has a tendency to get hit early on in fights. Same against Garbrandt in both fights. Same against John Dodson. It's happened before. And I was like, you know what? Henry's going to be there for the finish. So, I thought it was an okay stoppage. I saw the replay and I was like, oh, maybe it was a little bit early. Not too sure. But, you know what? It is what it is. These are the yeah. facts. He won. Um, one thing I will say is interesting is on the UFC website uh, for the main event, they don't actually have a picture of Henry Cejudo, his belt, but they do with Dillashaw. Yeah. Watching that, yeah, Dana was going gung ho for TJ. Like he was supposedly saying he was going to get rid of the flyweight division. Now, Ross, where does Henry Cejudo go from here? I think he has to fight Joseph Benavidez. Yeah. Joseph Benavidez has a win over him, and he can't say he's here to save the flyweight division and then at his first opportunity leave the flyweight division and go fight a bantamweight. That's the thing. If you're going to keep the flyweight division, Henry Cejudo has to stay there and not fight TJ Dillashaw at a yeah. higher division. Yeah, in yeah. fairness, if he wants to do it in three or four fights time, fine. But his next yeah. fight can't be outside of flyweight. 100%. Let us know if you think that they should keep the flyweight division. What will be your guess right now? Will they keep it, Ross? Yeah, I think they will for the time being. All right. Um, this weekend, it's UFC 214. And we will find out who the king of the heavyweight Grand Prix is. It's between Fedor Emelianenko against Ryan Bader, who's the current champion of the light heavyweight division. Ross, we always try to keep the show under an hour. What time are we at? It's literally 58 minutes exactly. Right, so we just do quick picks. Yeah, so I'll jump into the prelims first and see if there's anything here to really look at. Um, first of all, what have you made of the heavyweight Grand Prix so far? Brilliant Grand Prix so far. I love the I love the way it's Grand Prix. You know who's going to fight who, who next. There's no matchmaking issues. Um, Bader versus Fedor is a great fight to start off with. And or to finish off it, sorry. Would you like the UFC to see to do a Grand Prix at some sort well, of stage? I'd love to see it. I'd love to see UFC go for it. But uh, I suppose we'll do some quick picks on the show. Yeah. Uh, first of all, Ricky Bandejas, the last guy to beat James Gallagher, is on this card. He's fighting Juan Archuleta. Well, yeah, Juan Archuleta. I think Juan Archuleta is going to win. He's 21-1 and he looks very impressed with going forward. I'll go with that. Uh, WWE fans, Jack Swagger, a.k.a. Jack Hager, is taking on JW Kisser. Uh, this is his MMA debut. Uh, Get your money on Jack Swagger. Like, he's definitely there, there to win. The king of swag. Uh, also, in the featherweight division, Aaron Pico is taking on Henry Corrales. Aaron Pico. Pico's an animal. I'm definitely picking him to win. He was doing his whole training camp with TJ Dillashaw as well, so definitely there. Yeah, I'm going with Pico as well. And then, the headliner, Fedor Emelianenko, is taking on Ryan Bader. I think Ryan Bader, KO first round. Yeah? Yeah. I think Bader is going to take him down. Is this a five-round fight as well? Yeah. yeah. I think Bader's just going to wrestle him the way he has done the whole way through this competition. Yeah, Bader for the win anyway. We're Bader both for the win. That. And then, Ross, who would win between Ryan Bader and the current champ of the UFC? Daniel Cormier. Yeah. Daniel Cormier. Daniel Cormier. Guys, that wraps, wraps up, up today's yeah. show. There's no will or won't happen this week. Yeah. But, guys, thanks a million. 
yeah. and stay energized. Yeah. By the way, if you shout us out on Instagram, we'll appreciate that. We'll shout you back. Let us know what you think of the show. And as always, stay energized. energized.